Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. All right, Film Geeks, today's $2 Tuesday is all about Psycho, the ultimate horror classic. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let's talk about it. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of All Right, Let's Talk About It. My name is Savannah. I am your host, and I do film reviews and film industry commentary. And this is $2 Tuesday, the series where we talk about movies we haven't talked about before. And today we are talking about 
Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. I love this movie. If I had to like make a list of my top favorite movies of all time, uh, this would definitely be on that list. I I love this movie. It's it's one of the few that I can watch over and over again. Literally, just kind of have it on repeat and not get tired and not get bored. I can I could think I could memorize it, recite it from memory at this point. I love this movie so much so that I've actually done some like content creation things. So this is so embarrassing, but I mean it's not embarrassing. It was fun, but if you go to my YouTube channel and kind of scroll. There is kind of a little short film that I did. I was bored. It was cor- It was like, you know, summer pandemic. I was bored. I had an idea and I just kind of went with it. So I made like a little mini short film um, based, not based on the movie, but more inspired by it. I used music. I used um, uh, dialogue from the movie and just kind of made a little short movie. I was bored and it was a lot of fun. Funny thing though, I was blind in most of that movie because I didn't have contacts at the time. I just had glasses. So I created like fake blood i made fake blood in a mason jar um destroyed a pair of tennis shoes that needed to be destroyed anyway honestly uh a white t-shirt a ten dollar flannel from walmart and just poured fake blood on my head outside it it was a mess the videos from me doing that are still somewhere (laughs) i think they might be on instagram Yeah, I I did my makeup kind of just to give me the look of dark circles. And yeah, it was just me being bored, but it was so much fun. But I used music from Psycho and I used dialogue from Psycho to kind of frame the story. I also did a thing on TikTok, just a lip sync from the uh, monologue at the very end with Mother, when the Mother personality has taken over. Just that famous, you know... She wouldn't even harm a fly. Like, it's so good and it's smooth. And it's that scene is just amazing because it's this inner monologue, this this thing that's going on in his head. And all you have is his face to kind of communicate what he feels with each word. And it's, oh, it's so good. And then that 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 transition, that match cut with his face to the skull. And then, the, the oh, we have so much to talk about. I love this movie obsessively so and I think it's an important movie if you're studying horror films the horror genre or just film in general there's so this is a foundational film for a lot of movies that came about in like the 70s 80s and even 90s it's just that iconic so let's get started Let's get the boring stuff out of the way. So this is Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho from 1960. Stars a nice group of people, but mainly Janet Lee and Anthony Perkins. This movie was nominated for four Academy Awards, Best Art Direction, Black and White, Best Cinematography, Black and White, Best Director, and Best Supporting Actress for Janet Lee. Now, I find that so interesting that she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress when it's her name, her female name, that's on the poster. She's top build. Her face is on the poster. She is the um, the the reason to go see this movie, right? She's the driving force. Other than the fact that this is Hitchcock. At this point, he has a reputation for putting out some pretty interesting stuff. But... Janet Lee is is top billed here, right? Right. But she ends up in the best supporting actress category. There are a couple of reasons for that, too, mainly. Number one, it could be that when they were submitting this film for consideration to be considered for an Oscar and they were submitting, you know, her as for to be considered 
for an Oscar in this role, they submitted her in the Best Supporting Actress category, which you can do. Um, they probably felt she would be more competitive in that category. That's possible. Or it could be that, you know, all the powers that be that were surrounding this film believed she to be a Best Supporting Actress. Kind of crazy, though. It's interesting because something that this film did that was just so shocking and kind of revolutionary at the time is that our main character was killed halfway through. Now, if you don't know that by now, I don't I, I can't help you. Like, you should know this by now. Like, even if you've never seen the movie, you should know. Everyone knows about the infamous shower scene, right? With the knife and the <laughs> like, it's infamous, right? Everyone should know. So. Janet Lee's character, Marion Crane, ends up dying halfway through the movie. It, and it's, it's crazy at the time because she is what's driving the story forward. She is the character that's bringing us in, along. We are following her journey. It's very character driven at this point in the movie because she is the driving force. That's what I mean when I say character driven. I mean, she is the one driving the story. We are following her. We're not going anywhere that she doesn't go. She starts off in a hotel room in Phoenix, Arizona with her boyfriend. We are there with her. Then she makes her way to her job and we're there with her. And then that's when she sees the $40,000 flash in her face. She goes home. She's supposed to go to the bank first, but she doesn't. She goes home with the $40,000. We're there with, with her. We're there with her on the road. We're there with her when she falls asleep on the side of the road, you know, trying to take a little cat nap. And that's when a cop knocks on her window. We're there when she goes to buy a new car, when she exchanges her old car for a new car. We're there when she goes to the Bates Motel. And that's where her story ends. Now, her story has ended, but we're still here. Who, Like, what happens now? And the story is a bit of a floating object after that. And it's so brilliantly and beautifully done. But that's not what I really want to talk about. I'm not going to keep you here super long. I want to teach some of you a new term. Now, if you go to AMC theaters, you've seen this term before. Some of you might know what it means. But for those of you who don't, I want to talk about the MacGuffin. The MacGuffin. So this is a term that was supposedly coined by Alfred Alfred Hitchcock himself, and it's defined as an object, event, or character in a film or story that serves to set and keep the plot in motion despite usually lacking intrinsic importance. The way it was described to me is that this is a plot device that is seemingly unimportant, seemingly insignificant, yet it is a driving force of the story, but it is so unimportant, so insignificant that oftentimes you, the audience, we forget about it. And that's kind of what happens here, because if you ask people what this movie is about, they're going to tell you, oh, this is about, you know, a woman who gets murdered at the base motel. No, this movie is about $40,000. You got to ask yourself, how did we get to the Bates Motel in the first place? It's because she stole $40,000. And we're set up with that from the very beginning. Because when we're in that hotel room with Marion Crane, Janet Lee, and her boyfriend, Sam Loomis, played by John Gavin, the issue is money. She wants to settle down and have a real relationship. She wants to get married. But he, you know, he's running his father's hardware business. He's dead. He's he's saddled with his debts trying to pay them off. His ex-wife, he's still paying her alimony. The issue here is money. And how to solve a money issue with money. I don't know how else to solve a money issue. Let me know if there's another way to solve a money issue besides, you know, money. So she comes across $40,000. It's literally right there in her face. Guy walks in. He's ready to buy a house for his daughter who's getting married. And he's going to pay $40,000 in cash. But the owner of the bank is like, no, of the, I think it's like a loan officer. 
He's like, no, no, Marion, go go put that in the safe deposit box in the bank. We'll deal with it Monday morning. She's like, okay, well, I'm going to go home right after that. And he's like, yeah, whatever, cool. But she doesn't go to the bank. She takes the $40,000 to her home and she's packing her suitcase along with the white envelope with $40,000. And this is the driving, this is what drives the story. This is how she ends up at the Bates Motel because she plans on taking that $40,000 to her boyfriend in Fairvale, California to live happily ever after. I I guess that was her plan. Like some girl, what was you thinking? Like, what was the plan? Like you really thought you were going to just commit a felony cross state lines and live happily ever after. You thought it was going to be that simple. Like for real, for real. But I guess she did. I don't know. I don't know. Guess that guess that's where they were doing in the 1960s. I don't know. You know, I guess, you know, delusional. It's timeless. But girl was ready to just give it all up for Sam Lewis. She wanted that happily ever after. She was tired of, you know, the many hustles. She was tired of just being the single woman sneaking around in hotel rooms. She wanted a proper relationship with a proper man. Sam Lewis was it. She just had to fix the money problem and she had the $40,000. It is the $40,000 that moves the story forward. And when we get to that halfway point, when we no longer have the lady to lead us as she was doing before, she's dead. Her body, along with the $40,000 at the bottom of the swamp, along with the new car that she bought with $700 cash from the $40,000. What's left to drive the story is the money. That's how he was able to do that. How are you able to kill off your main character who is the who is driving the story, moving the story forward, tagging the audience along? How are you able to kill her halfway through and still continue on with the rest of the picture? It's because she's not the driving force of the story. It's the $40,000. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. To do a proper MacGuffin, I think, takes skill and it takes courage. Now, Wakanda Forever tried to do a MacGuffin. Didn't quite work. Probably the most infamous, infamous MacGuffin, at least to me anyway, I think people would have different opinions. If you think there is an, a MacGuffin more famous than this one, I'm not challenging you or like arguing with you. No, for real, let me know. But the first one that comes to my mind is Rosebud from Citizen Kane, arguably one of the greatest movies of all time, if not the greatest. But we could talk about that one and I think we can probably go more in depth with it. But it's Halloween and it's October. So we're talking scary movies. So psycho. There are so many different ways that you can tell a story. You know, you have your beginning, middle and end. You have your regular narrative structures, your story within a stories, your giant flashbacks, your someone sitting at a table reading a diary entry. And all of a sudden we're seeing these words come to life. You have the first thing that comes to mind. I don't even know why, but uh, interview with a vampire. You know, that's a story within a story. What is that movie about? It's not so much about, you know, Lestat and Louis and Claudia. It's about a man telling his story. Well, a vampire telling his story, recalling the best and worst moments of his life to a journalist. A story within a story. And then you have this other unique way of telling a story by taking a singular small element, placing it at the center of the plot and letting it move. This movie is so freaking good. You know, I'm obsessed with this movie. It is definitely one of the few that I can watch over and over and over again and not get tired. It's so beautifully told, wonderfully shot, so creative in the different elements and the twists and turns of the story. But I think it's that element right there, that seemingly forgotten about element that nobody really talks about. We all talk about that, you know, 
brilliant little speech that Anthony Perkins, Norman Bates gives in the parlor where he gives that famous line. If you ever see a poster of like famous movie quotes, this is always on there. We all go a little mad sometimes. And also another quote that ends up on there is from mother, quote unquote, at the very end. It's the very last line of the movie. She wouldn't even harm a fly. There is a lot to be said about the acting and even some of the the editing choices in this movie. The two famous match cuts in this movie, one that doesn't get talked about enough is at the very end. It's one of the last shots of the film where we have Norman Bates' face and it transitions and it match cuts to the mother's skeletal face. And then it, it's very quick. It's very quick, very quick. And then we get the car being pulled out of the swamp. But then you also have that very famous match cut. This is the kind of thing, these, this scene right here, you study in film classes where the blood and the water are going down the drain and the circling of the drain match cuts to her eyeball it, it, as it turns. And it's, it's such a beautiful shot. I mean, yeah, it's creepy because she's dead, but there's so much to be said about this movie in terms of cinematography, framing choices, even the choice in casting. He could have gone with what the book describes. So this movie is based on a book, Psycho, by Robert Block, if I'm not mistaken. And the Norman Bates in that book is very different from the Norman Bates that the Norman Bates that Anthony Perkins gives us. The Norman Bates in the book is upon appearance is someone that you would probably not trust right away. He has that kind of appearance of because it's a book, you have to be descriptive in that way. Whereas with film, you you don't have to be so descriptive. You can be a little deceptive. You can be overtly deceptive. Now, you can do it in literature, and it's been done, but it's very obvious in the book that this is someone that we wouldn't trust right away. He's kind of creepy, kind of weird. But the Anthony Perkins Norman Bates is kind of cute, and he's endearing, and he's a awkward, and he's sweet, and he's smiley, and he's, you know, bubbly, and he's just so happy that he got a customer, but there's, there's a darkness in him that we don't see right away. And, and it kind of comes out and it evolves. We realize there's more to it than meets the eye. Like the fact that he cleaned up the bloody mess that his mother quote unquote left without question. Clearly he's done this before. You know, that he was so quick to lie to the private investigator on his quote unquote mother's behalf the way he was so quick to want to hide her in the fruit cellar. We realize there's something quite, there's something quite wrong with Norman. We're given little hints and little clues. The fact that he's obsessed with taxidermy and he likes to stuff birds. Birds is a running theme throughout Hitchcock's movies though, but we can talk about that another time. There is so much to be said about what makes this movie so classic and such a masterpiece. But the one thing that I would love for us to talk more about is the MacGuffin, this this small little plot device, $40,000, that he manages to thread throughout the entire movie and uses it when we get to a halfway point and we as an audience don't know what we do, no, don't know what to do, don't know where to go because the person who was guiding us along is dead. I mean, simple, tale as old as time, we follow the money. Want to advertise on this podcast? Check the episode description to see how you can be featured on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to me rant and rave about yet another movie. So that was Psycho, directed by Alfred Hitchcock, released in 1960. One of my absolute favorites. It's a classic. It's beautiful. It's foundational. 
I mean, it's an inspiration for so many horror films that came after it. And it, I feel like the things that were done in this movie almost gave permission for a lot of filmmakers to try something and to do something and to, to go different places. And I just love it so much. So what's coming up? So we'll have another $2 Tuesday next week. I can't wait. I'm excited. But, but, oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Like, I don't think the rest of 2023 matters after this weekend because, oh my goodness, Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Look at my face. You can't see my face, but I can see my face. I'm just cheesing and I'm grinning and I can't wait. I actually did a live react, not a live reaction, but a blind reaction to the trailer and I posted it on TikTok. Just basically just the cameras on my face while I'm watching the trailer for the first time. This was several months ago and right around the time The Little Mermaid came out. Because that was the around the time when people were trying their hardest to drag me for my opinion on The Little Mermaid. It's so ridiculous. But, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. So I'm seeing that on Thursday. I will share my TikTok review, my immediate thoughts with y'all on TikTok, Instagram, and on YouTube right as soon as I get out of the theater. I'm seeing it rather early. I can't remember if I'm seeing it like two or three because it's like three and a half hours. And, you know, I'm I'm this side of elderly. So I can't just be at the movie theater at like nine o'clock in, at night watching a three hour movie and then get out at one. And I also live in New Orleans. I can't just be driving out late like that. So my plan was to see the movie and then, you know, catch a little dinner afterwards and then go home. So I can't wait to share that with y'all. You'll get a little TikTok review and then the full review on Friday. Oh my goodness. Excited I am. Can you hear it in my voice? Can you hear it in my voice? I'm excited. But anyways, what is your favorite movie? Pick a movie before 1970. And what is your favorite? I want to hear it. Let me know. Let me know in a comment section. Um, I think YouTube is probably the best comment section where I can catch your comment. Let me know. What is your favorite movie that was made before 1970? Let me know in the comment section. You guys are amazing. I love you so much. Thank you so much for all your support. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. You guys are amazing. Have a blessed and amazing week. Happy Killers of the Flower Moon Week. Oh my goodness. I'll see y'all next time. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.